Amen. If you have your Bibles, would you open up to the book of Joel, chapter 2, tonight? You know, what do you do when one of your kids pulls the fire alarm (laughs) while you're preaching? That actually happened last week. (laughs) Our third pulled the fire alarm in the nursery and for anyone who listened only to the podcast, it was an interesting interruption of the message. And I thought, there's got to be a message in there somewhere. And I believe that there is a message in there tonight. And the Lord would want to speak to us. And I thought, you know, the Spirit of the Lord is calling us to many things. And the Word of God is calling us to many things. And what I feel the Spirit is saying tonight is that it is time to start setting off some alarms. Some alarms of protection, some alarms of advancement, some alarms that command attention, alarms that drown out every other sound. Joel chapter 2 verse 1, it says, Blow the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm In my holy mountain, let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. Sound an alarm, this phrase is to shout or raise a sound, cry out, give a blast. Shout a war cry or alarm, a battle. To sound a signal for war, march. To shout in triumph over enemies, to shout in applause, to shout with religious impulse, to cry out in distress, to shout for joy, figuratively to split the ears with sound. Blow the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. You know, we've all heard it said that time is of the essence. All of us can fall to the feeling that there is lots of time. That time is on our side, not our disposal. Lots of time to get our lives in order. Lots of time to get our faith in order. Lots of time to figure things out. Lots of time to get to whatever it is we should be getting to. Lots of time for people to change, lots of time for a city, a province, a nation, lots of time for the sinner to turn to Jesus. Joel 2.1, blow the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord is coming. Now I know that this verse is talking about the coming of the day of the Lord. But can we hear the Spirit tonight? It is time to start setting off alarms. It's time to start sounding alarms. The voice Bible reads, Eternal One, blow the trumpet in Zion. Signal the alarm from my holy mountain. It is almost here. Listen to the message, blow the ram's horn trumpet in Zion. Trumpet the alarm on my holy mountain. Shake up the country. Shake the country up. 
I believe that there is a word here tonight that can change things forever. That if we hear the word of the Lord, if we hear the call of the Spirit, things will change. Situations and circumstances. Things will change. Be set free, we'll be sent running. Break some things open in the Spirit. Gain some new territory in the Spirit as we sound the alarm. You know the truth tonight, we don't have all the time in the world. People don't have all the time in the world. Now this doesn't mean we get frantic and panic. What is the Spirit calling us to do? Well, we've read it, Joel 2, verse 1, blow the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. I want to ask tonight, if we don't blow the trumpet, who will? If we don't sound an alarm, who will? Are we waiting for somebody else to take up the call? Are we waiting for the next generation and we'll just ease through this thing? Are we waiting for another church? Are we waiting for I don't know what? But the word is directed to every single one of us, and I believe the Spirit is saying to all of us, no matter who we are, that it's time to start sounding the alarms. Blow the trumpet and sound the alarm. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried playing a trumpet. Anybody here tonight? We had one floating around here on stage for a while. I think it was, it was the communal mouthpiece. Everybody was playing that. It was just unbelievable. Little kids playing it, and then worship members, worship team members. It was loud. Anyways, playing a trumpet isn't the easiest thing in the world. We might think it's quite easy. And it's definitely not the easiest thing to do properly. And so it says, blow the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm in my holy mountain. Number one tonight, if you're going to play the trumpet, if you're going to sound the alarm, you need strong lips. We need strength in our lips, strength that comes from practice, and strength that comes from the Lord. When we pick up the trumpet to sound the alarm, is there strength in our lips? Without practice, we will be weak, and the sound will be weak, and the alarm will not accomplish what it was intended to accomplish. You know, we need to practice regularly. We need practice behind our alarms that when we pick up the trumpet to sound the alarm, the Lord is calling us to sound. There is strength. We can equate it this way. We need the anointing that comes from practice. See, we talk about partnering with the Lord a lot, and right here, this is no exception. We can't not pray and believe the alarm will be unaffected. We can't not fast and believe the alarm will be unaffected. We can't not be in the Word and believe the alarm will be unaffected. We can't not come to church and believe the alarm will be unaffected. We can't not worship 
and believe the alarm will be affected. We can't not practice godliness and holiness and believe that the alarm won't be affected. We might think we can do whatever we want, however we want, when we want, if we want it, and we're just going to step up and pick up the trumpet and sound the alarm when the Lord calls us to. But we got weak lips because we have no practice. And we have no anointing behind the sound. A great player, Miles Davis, said these words. I can tell whether a person can play just by the way he stands. Just let the Spirit use that secular quote, okay? Maybe he was a believer, I'm not sure, but I can tell whether a person can play just by the way he stands. The alarm requires practice. It requires that we play often, and that leads to point number two tonight. You need to play often. You see, we can't let days go by and weeks go by. If you talk to any person that has ever played the trumpet, they will tell you just how quickly you can lose the strength in your lips. And I believe that we can take that tonight, that truth, and apply it right here. How quickly you can lose a strike. We think about many things in life, activities in life that we give ourselves to. If we're not about the business, we know how quickly we can lose the strength. Strikes it took a long time to gain, and in a moment gone. How quickly we lose that strength. If the Spirit called us at any time, are we ready? Well, there are a lot of people asking for the Spirit to call them, to do something with them, with their life, to use them. The Lord knows whether or not we're ready. He's calling all of us to to practice, to gain the anointing, to play often, to worship often and pray often and read the Word often and get to church often. That when we sound the alarm, it will accomplish exactly what the Lord intends it to accomplish. Now, I know that we need the Lord, but let us ask tonight if we, the player, have done our job in readying ourselves. Number three, you need to play with certainty and conviction. I read this quote, what Louis Armstrong does is real and true and honest and simple and even noble. Every time this man puts his trumpet to his lips, even if only to practice three notes, he does it with his whole soul. Romans chapter 4, verses 16 to 21. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to the grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. In the presence of him whom he believed, God, who 
who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old in the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised he was also able to perform. Verse 21, the King James Version, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able also to perform. I want to say tonight, imagine if Abraham would have played with uncertainty and unbelief. If he would have played with distrust concerning the promises of God, if he would have taken sounding the alarm lightly and treated it with disregard. And back to the quote tonight, I can tell whether a person can play just by the way he stands. And so we look at this man, Abraham, contrary to hope, in hope believed. Not being weak in faith, he did not consider the impossibilities. He did not waver at the promise of God, was strengthened in faith, and being fully convinced that what he, the Lord, had promised, he was also able to perform. That's the way he stood. What of the way we stand? I can tell whether a person can play just by the way they stand. Contrary to hope and hope believed. Not being weak in faith. How we stand in the night. He did not waver at the promise of God. How we stand in the night was strengthened in faith and being fully convinced, fully convinced that God was able to perform exactly what he said he would perform. We need strong lips. We need to play often and we need to play with certainty and conviction. I trust you can receive this word tonight that it's time we start setting off some alarms. And I just want to go down the list real quick tonight. Some alarms of protection Areas the enemy is getting in, areas the flesh is getting in. Sound an alarm at temptation. Sound an alarm at wayward thinking. Sound an alarm at disunity and despondency. We are the Lord's and his day is coming. It's time to start sounding some alarms. Alarms of advancement, calling people to advance and set out and to take ground and to go further, and to go deeper, and to go higher. We need to sound some alarms that command attention, warning the sinner and the wayward saint. Charles Spurgeon said these words, A man says to me, can you explain the seven trumpets of the revelation? No, but I can blow one in your ear and warn you to escape from the wrath to come. Who's going to sound the alarm in this time, in this generation, in this city, in this province, in this nation? We don't need weak trumpets. 
We need strong trumpeteers that have taken it seriously and have strong lips because they've practiced and they've got in the house and they haven't forsaken church and they're on their knees and they're worshiping and seeking the Lord and therefore they have received an anointing from heaven. If you are of the mindset tonight, the mindset that it does not matter if we pray, worship, whatever, come to church and we're still going to be anointed, that is a lie. It's simply a lie. We gain anointing. We go after anointing. There's a cost for anointing. It's not just free. Let's do our part. We need to sound an alarm telling of the coming of Christ, telling of the trumpet that will sound at that time. Matthew 24, verses 30 and 31. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds and from one end of heaven to another. Blow the trumpet, and sound the alarm. Alarms that drown out every other sound. Have you ever been in a room where an alarm drowns out every other sound? If you were here last Monday, you experienced what it's like. An alarm that grabs the attention of the people and stops them in their tracks, that sends them running out of things that are on fire and ready to crumble. We need to set off some alarms like that, sound some alarms like that. Maybe we're too fearful of picking up the trumpet, but God's saying do it and do it in the right spirit. The people will escape. The people will get out. Joel 2.1, blow the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord is coming. You know, perhaps the church needs to put down the kazoo and pick up the trumpet once again. You see, the kazoo might be easier to play and fun and require less practice, dedication, and so on, but the Lord did not say, blow the kazoo in Zion. And I thought about it, that's what it is. You know, and then this image came to mind. Clive was riding his bike to school. Drop him off there, and there's this kid. You know, he's outside my house in the morning. He's blowing this kazoo. And not in a good way. And then we got to the school, and he's blowing this kazoo, and he's in and out, and he's running up into kids' faces and blowing this kazoo. You know, that's just annoying. No idea why I just shared that, but it just tied into this, and... I feel like sometimes we are picking up a kazoo and we hope that it's going to gain the attention of the world and, you know, shock people. And, you know, a kazoo is fun, right? So we're going to present it in a fun way and then hopefully they get on board. But God's calling us to rise up like a militant force and get that back into the church. That we would rise as believers and we would sound the trumpet. Is the Lord calling you to sound an alarm?
or sound the alarm. You know what? It could be in a family. It could be in a circle of friends. It could be in your home. You know things have slipped. You know that the commitments you once had have slipped. There are a lot of married couples nowadays. One of them needs to get some guts, put down the kazoo, the party atmosphere, and the fun time, and walk in and blow a trumpet and say, we're getting back in church. But they're scared. That's what we need. And that's what God is calling us to. And we can turn the deaf ear to it and say it's no big deal. I'm sure that the Spirit is saying tonight, it's it's time to start setting off some alarms. We need to sound the alarm in the church in Zion's holy hill. We can have the worship team return tonight. Strong lips, often, continuously, with certainty and conviction. Do you know that the Lord is counting on us? I want to lay lots of weight on every single person in this place tonight, including myself. God is counting on you. Lord God Almighty is counting on you. The one who knit you together, the one who created all things, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the Alpha, the Omega, the soon coming King, he is counting on you. He's counting on us. He's counting on this church. He's counting on a young adult group. The amazing thing is, is that if we live right, how he calls us to live, our very living serves as an alarm. The amazing thing is, if we walk properly with the Lord, every step and the path established serves as an alarm. The message blow the ram's horn trumpet in Zion. Trumpet the alarm on my holy mountain. Shake the country up. You know, we have to believe that there's still hope. This country needs the shaking of the Lord. We need to shake the country up. I want to encourage us all tonight, let's do all we can and trust the Lord. Let's be faithful in sounding the alarm. God has put us all here tonight in different places in this city, and he knows the path. He knows where we're at. He knows the sphere of influence. And he's counting on us to be strong trumpeteers. He's counting on us to have strong lips and to practice often and to play with certainty and to play with conviction. To sound an alarm that lives will be changed and transformed. He's counting on us to sound the alarm in our homes. He's counting on us to even sound an alarm in the church. Where things have gone wayward. He's saying, go sound the alarm. This isn't okay. I trust we can receive the word tonight. Let's stand. We're going to pray. We'll sing this out and we'll close. Lord, I pray for every single person in this room tonight. God, I pray that we would be those that you can count on.
Lord, I know you've called every single one of us. Lord, you've called us to sound an alarm. You've, you've called us to sound a great alarm, Lord, where we, where we walk out of the doors of the church and we go and we run with the Great Commission. And I pray, Lord, that we would be faithful in sounding that alarm. Lord, that we wouldn't fall into the thinking that we have all the time in the world. But Lord, we'd start setting off some alarms. That we wouldn't fall into the thinking that we have all the time in the world to get our life right or our priorities right or our calendar right or our entertainments right or our morality right. But Lord, I pray that tonight we would even hear the alarm that it's time to step forward. It's time to step out of some things that are burning and some things that are crumbling and to step into what is sure, to step into the future with you, God. So I pray for every single person here tonight that however this word speaks, we would run with the truth and we would bless, we would bless our holy God as we endeavor to serve you with all our hearts, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength. We give you all the glory, God, in Jesus' name. Amen.